Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Another great episode ahead of us. So many episodes, I, don't, I can't even remember what vicinity of number we in. We got to be close to 50. Okay. Did you stop keeping track? I, I stopped keeping track. I stopped putting CTW number, whatever, and just getting right into the topic. Like, yeah. Whatever like the headline is. Um, I be thinking back, like, our first episode was terrible. It, it was terrible because it wasn't a conversation. I it go was like, back to it sometimes. I do, too, because I like <laughs> to hear to my opinions from back YouTube. there. Yeah, it's on YouTube, oh, yeah, too. Um, my opinions from back then about teams. You know, I feel like we should resurface that yeah. resurface at the end of the regular season. Yeah, I'll say that, That would be a great episode. Yeah, because I, I think I did pretty good on a lot of that stuff. I definitely didn't predict that the Indiana Pacers were going to be so damn good. We thought Brooklyn was going to be better, which they should have been, but they had a couple injuries. Yeah, a couple big injuries. They started off good. Um, but before we even get into the show, I want to revisit something that briefly came into the show last week. I don't know if y'all remember, but you called Draymond Green great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's not great, blah, blah, blah. He's good, not great. And then that conversation led us to somehow talk about Steve Nash. I don't remember how he oh, got yeah. into it, but he did come up. You you asked me about Sean. Was Sean Marion great? Right, okay, because Sean Marion reminds me of Draymond Green. So when Steve Nash came up, some part of that conversation, you said that Steve Nash wasn't the best player on the Suns. Right. At the time... That just went in went one end out the other to me. I, I was so focused on the Draymond Green being great that I was just like ignored that. So a fan DM me the other day and was like, "Man, y'all y'all wrong. You and Kenny wrong for disrespecting Steve Nash. He was the best player and everything." So I just want to clear something up. To me, when when Kenny said it, it was that wasn't important to me because our conversation and main thing we were debating was Draymond Green being great. So I, that just, you know, I just shrugged that off. I do believe that Steve Nash was the best player on those teams. And, yeah, that, that that's really it. But mm-hmm. I just don't believe he deserves those two MVPs. Mm-hmm. And y'all, do y'all agree with that? Do y'all think Steve Nash deserved them MVPs? <laughs> back-to-back MVPs? I, he may have deserved one. I don't know one about back-to-back. Back. Yeah. When you look at just the other players' stats, from like Kobe's stats those years. 35 points. Five rebounds and three assists, and I'm pretty sure a successful team, right? It's not yeah, like they, they made the playoffs. It, they made the playoffs. They was the, they was the seventh. No, they were the eighth seed. But that team had Smush Parker and Kwame Brown as starters. Don't sleep, Kwame was the man. It's when it comes to sports, a lot of things are very opinionated. That's why we had the show. You know, I still I stick by what I said. I'll give Steve Nash the reason I'm gonna say Steve Nash was the best player on the team is because before he came to that team, they won 29 games, but they had everybody else. That's impressive. Mike D'Antoni was on that team, coached that team. They had Joe Johnson. They had Amari Stoudemire. They had Sean Mary. He came. They became the best team in the NBA with 62 wins, um, 62 and 20. They lost in the conference finals. Uh, Joe Johnson, I don't know if y'all remember that. Joe Johnson dunked and fell on his face and, like, broke or opened up the, the part. You can see his bone. Okay, yeah. No. Then the next year, the next year when he won MVP, they were like the fourth best team in the NBA, and Amari Stoudemire had missed it because he had microscopic knee surgery. Mm-hmm. So they lost in the conference finals for that. But, yeah, I mean, that's why I feel like he was the best player on the team because he moved them. I just don't feel like those back-to-back MVPs, when you talk about Kobe averaging 30-plus points, five rebounds and three assists, and he was up 3-1 to one on the Phoenix Suns, I believe, um, in that playoff series. And then they tell you that's, that other year, Shaq, was on the heat and took them to the championship. But other than that, Steve Nash was definitely, in my opinion, the best player on the team, but I just don't agree with the, the MVPs. Like Mike, mm-hmm. I agree. I think it helps any, like, good point guard when you have the pieces around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you just, like, a, a good point guard passing a bum like players, it's going to kind of hinder you. But yeah. if you got the pieces around you, you play. You probably play the best you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't mean any disrespect to Steve Nash. I know no, he's great. a great player. 50, I don't know 40, why, like, 90 club. anytime he start ranking people, people always think it takes away from another player. But that's why I don't like rankings, so, bro. But you know what's so funny is what? that people don't like that. People don't like that, and they get like a sensitive uh, reaction to it. Like we did. Like don't dis- we not disrespect him, but they want us to do it so bad at the same time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it don't make sense. What's a, why do you want us to rank stuff if you just gonna be mad at what we say? Don't ask for it. Don't ask for it. It's just that simple. So, yeah, me saying that Steve Nash was the third best player on that team um, does not mean that 
he was the least supporting of the other three or that he was wasn't great. Because obviously, like P said, they were trash. He came onto the team. They were good. So he definitely, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a great point guard. But I just think that Sean Marriott and Amari Stoudemire played better roles on that team, if that makes any sense. And also, that was what, 14 years ago? How old was you? 14 years ago, I was seven. That's why I said in the, that's why I said right. in the argument. I was like, I don't really remember. <laughs> 2004, yeah, you wasn't. Looking like oh man, like Steve Nash Mary, is really from the Mavericks. You know what I mean? Like okay, I know he's yeah. not a Suns, but I don't know him too much. And that's about why him. I know like we close in age, but those two years do make a difference when you think about like yeah. I, I cognitive no development. Lie. Two I years was, is a big no when you nine and that, nine and seven. Like you, I was definitely watching basketball a little bit different. When you nine years old, you don't want to hang out with a seven year old because yeah, it seemed true. immature. Exactly. You know? exactly. <laughs> I be mean, doing that to people now. That's like. Like seventeen, then like you don't want to hang around with those people. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's just any type of age difference. You kind of notice it, though. Yeah. So to transition into the next topic, I think it's just best to talk about the the most um, fiery thing, I, like most the talked about thing right now in the NBA the past couple of days, outside of the actual games being played. J.R. Smith, Cavs incident. Any one of y'all? What kind that? of soup did he throw? I don't know what kind of soup. They I don't think. Do you think they, they didn't say <laughs> yeah. what kind of soup it was? I, I think they really did. I think they did because it wasn't no like chicken noodle. It wasn't no ordinary soup. I didn't. He's I a didn't. millionaire. Why would this man be eating soup? Why would he be eating soup, soup anywhere in like Campbell's? a basketball environment? You think he got Campbell's, Mike? <laughs> well, you probably at, do. At Campbell's is a, is a well-known brand. At the basketball facility, they got ramen. food. So I guess soup was one of the things. He he threw a bowl of soup. He couldn't throw like a roll of soup. First of all, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to think. He about He was trying that to shit. harm him. A roll would have just just tapped him. <laughs> a bowl of soup. You said a roll. I thought he was just trying to grab the nearest thing he could to throw. He wanted to hurt him, like a roll. A so biscuit. that's what you go to you get. You think about how scorching a soup can be. That can really mess somebody up. That that can be. You said a roll. Yes, a roll. Uh, I'm thinking he's just grabbing some. First of all. It's so many things that could go wrong if you throw a bowl of soup, bro. Yeah, he wanted it to go wrong, obviously. <laughs> you don't make that decision without thinking, yeah, I want something to go wrong. He threw soup at a coach. But that's, like, a coach. that's, a, that's a very impulsive thing. It is. So that's what I'm saying. He could have grabbed the nearest thing. And also, uh, that's another thing, too. Every Damon Jones got this assistant coach label. That man is not really an assistant coach. That is LeBron he's a, homie. He's a shooting coach. That is why. My title. <laughs> that is why J.R. Smith threw that bowl, bowl of soup. He would have never thrown this at Tyron Lewart, an actual assistant Jeez. coach. But because Damon Jones is like a buddy-buddy with everybody, and he always with LeBron. Go watch LeBron James' son highlights when LeBron James at the game. Guess who you're going to see? Damon Jones. <laughs> Go watch LeBron when he was with the Heat. Guess who you're going to see? Damon Jones. Go watch LeBron when his first time with the Cavaliers. Guess who you're going to see on the court? <laughs> Damon Jones. Damon Jones, that's his man. That's, that's just his right-hand man. You, I don't know. LeBron James. That's got to ruin your day. Did somebody <laughs> throw some soup on you, bro? Did somebody throw anything on bowl you? And that, was it bowl and everything? Because that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. it was bowl. Bowl, bowl, bowl and soup. soup. I mean, what do you mean, bowl and everything? He just got. Did they have the bowl? Because if you just know, like if you dumped it, just yeah, the, you yeah, could have dumped it, or you could have threw a whole bowl. Of right, soup. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm pretty sure he, I heard he threw the, the whole bowl. But you know, it, it, it's all here. He say, she say. We just know soup was in there. But what makes it so funny is it's J.R. Smith. Yeah, that's why it's, it's so believable. Because yeah. if there's anybody in the league that'll do something like this, it's got to be J.R. Have y'all heard any details about why this happened? No. Yeah, I, I still haven't heard anything about why it happens, why it happened. Um, you probably told JL to hit a shot. Did he? Yeah, um, he was definitely talking shit. That's the type he of person. Damon, what thirty eight percent? Damon Jones is. Um, once one game suspension, that was enough. Yeah. Because again, like you said, it was kind of impulsive. Most likely, mm-hmm. he'll probably apologize and be right back in the line. He gonna apologize? Yeah. If he want to keep his job. So the other day I was talking to Mike about somebody who I recently became a fan of because of his success, and that was Brandon Ingram. When Lonzo Ball was out, he became their point guard, and I got to see his playmaking skills, and he ultimately made me a fan. Shouts out to that Sapphire, Brandon Ingram. I need a ruby. Yeah, I was playing with him, too, on the my team, and he was he was dogging. Um, 
So they got me thinking about the young cores around the league, and today we're going to be ranking the young cores. So I got about six or seven teams here that I think have pretty good young cores, and we go rank them as a squad. All right. First, the Celtics. You got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier is like 24 years old, so I guess he would count. And then how old is Kyrie? 25? Do, you want, yeah. do we want to put Kyrie in there? I think Kyrie's going to be there for a while, so he has to be included. I guess so. All right. And then we got the 76, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Um, Markel Foltz and Dario Sarge, as Pierre said. Then we got the Milwaukee Bucks, who have Giannis, Jabari Parker, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, and I guess Stom Maker is a part of their core. You can throw him in there. The Bulls have Laurie Marketing, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and I, I've been I've been growing more and more as a fan of Bobby Portis as a core piece because he's been really good off our bench. This and the end, they're about to have a, a top five pick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, we got the eighth pick right now as far as odds go, which is not great because we beat the, the Dallas. Dallas Mavericks yeah. last night. That's terrible, terrible that we won that game. Then we got the Nuggets who have um, Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, um, Jamal, Jamal Murray, Murray, and Trey. Laos, all under 24 years old. Four of their top five players are all under 24. That's that's impressive, if you ask me. Lakers have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, um, Kuzma Julius Randle, <coughs> and Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the Suns have Devin Booker, Josh Jackson, Alfred Payton, and I guess you could put Marquise Chris in there. I yep. mean, yeah. Don't they automatically default to last? I don't know, because I mean, Devin Booker is so good. Yeah, Devin yeah. Booker. That's what I was going to say. Like, Giannis is so good. He brings everybody else up. Right. Because, I mean, they're not even bad, but he just brings everybody else so high. That's what I was like. Can you even put Kyrie in there, like, that core piece? Because he's, he's just, like, he's I don't already, know. He's already, he's like, already established in the league. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's going to get better, but how much better? Yeah. They're, they're young. When you think of their young core, he's not part of it. I but, would just say But then again, y'all, y'all got to think about his age, man. He's still super young, 25. And he turns 26 this month. And he's been in the league for how many years? Like five? Basically, yes. Yeah, right. Since he was so 19, they, 18. the young core is off like the age and the experience of being in the league. Jaylen so y'all want to take him off? Yeah. He would like, if you. We should take If him. he was like the first year LeBron came back or the first couple of years in Kelly, even that's like a core piece. Okay. But like he, he's came up now. The man is champion. He is a champion. All right. So the Celtics will just keep it Jason Tatum, yeah. Jalen Brown, Terry and Terry Rozier. Rozier. Do y'all want to keep Greek freaking it? Because he's been in the league like four or five years now, too. But he's still also only 23. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I he think is he's 23. Yeah. yeah. Keep him in there. Um, all right. Out of this list, gut reaction. What team has the best young core? The Nuggets. 76ers. Nuggets, 76ers. Uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are pretty good, so I'm gonna go with the Sixers. The one thing, one reason I don't know if I want the Sixers number one is because that third piece really we haven't seen yet. I need to yeah. see what Markel got because he can be great. If he's great, then that core is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, Rookie of the Year, Joel Embiid, All Star starter, um, and Ben Simmons close to being an All Star too, you know. And then Markel Fultz, we haven't seen. So. I feel like Markel Fultz is even all right. It's not even a question. It's just a long. It's just, it's just and he won't even really bad. have to learn that point guard role. Yeah, he don't. Ben he Simmons could, got he would that. literally have to be James Harden with the Thunder. Literally, he don't have to come in and be spectacular. He don't have to be a future MVP or All Star. He literally could just be like a six man of the year, how James Harden was with the Thunder, and they would be ridiculous. And if you just look at the potential of Ben Simmons and Joel and Joel and Beat alone, those guys, their potential is looking like. Two of the best, like at some point they might be two of the top five players in the NBA. Facts, yeah. Why'd you say Denver Nuggets, Derek? Because I like Nikola Jokic's playmaking ability, Gary Harris. Yeah, uh, spot up. <clears throat> I agree, I agree with him. Jamal bro. Murray's ability to take people off the dribble. I had know. them very high too, just because there's so many of them. Yeah, there's so many of them, and they're still so young. Right now, they have the record of 34 and 28, and that's with their young core. Yeah, and their chemistry is like through the roof. Yeah. Then they're doing, they're doing this without Paul Millsap. Right, and Paul Millsap just came back, and I'm kind of upset that you got him on fantasy because I'm probably going to play you in the first round of the playoffs, so it's going to be tough, but whatever. All right, second team. Can you run through those teams? Just say the names of Celtics, the teams. Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Bulls, Nuggets, Lakers, Suns. I'm going to go with the I'm Los gonna, Angeles I'm Lakers. I'm going to second for me. Okay. I'm going to go with Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I'm a rock with them too, just because like you see a lot of players like progress at their own like kind of rate. Mm-hmm. They are like all progressing at the same rate. So like in a year or two, they all gonna be good. Uh, Randy Ingram, he's impressed me. I remember like at the beginning, like 
I don't remember. It was a couple pods ago, whatever. But we were talking about Brandon Ingram. Like, he wasn't playmaker like he was now. I was like, he used to just run him down, like, pin down screens. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, rip Hamilton or something. Mm-hmm. But that playmaker, he came up. Not only, not only is he created for himself, but for everybody else. Yeah, uh, I think that has a lot to do with last year. Because that's the, that's the role that uh, Luke Walden had him in. And I felt like a lot of people was down on him because he didn't score a lot. But they, I don't think a lot of people watched or paid attention to the Lakers last year. And if they did, then they would know that that's the that's the role that Luke Walton gave him. He was like a a point four guy trying to trying to facilitate um, his rookie year. So his numbers in the scoring department were fairly low for a guy who was drafted off of his scoring ability. But the reason I'm going with the Lakers is just because the potential of the guys that they have. Um, yeah. Again, when we talk about young core, we talk about what we've seen, but also a lot of this is the potential. Um, the potential of Lonzo Ball. Um, I know he started off the season very rough um, as far as shooting, just only shooting. He started off very rough, but these last 16, 17 games, he's been shooting 40% from the field, over 40% from the three. And like I said, that's the only thing he was struggling on. So, I mean, if he, he's going to give you seven rebounds, seven assists a night. If he can just give you 10 and be a respectable shooter, like in, in his first couple of years, I mean, he's going to be serious. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, when you think about uh, Kyle Kuzma and his exposure, he, he's been showing that he can make big shots. He can go off and have 30-point games. He can be a stretch for. Um, and, yeah, and he, he's more than just like a – well, I'm not taking away from what you said, right. but at first I thought he was just going to be like that high-volume score, but now he's defending better, rebounding better. He's known as rotations. He's communicating. And – um. His game, uh, all of their games seem more mature than what they are. Like, sometimes I forget Kyle Kuzma is just a rookie. Like, he is just a rookie. Um, Lonzo Ball has a mature game about him, and Brandon Ingram has uh, has grown a lot this year, like yeah. KB mentioned. You know, when Lonzo Ball did go out, you know, like I said, last year he was just – they were facilitating through him, but to actually be the point guard is a whole different task and situation. And for him to take, that, take on that role and exceed in it, um, for a large stretch because Lonzo was out for like what 20 plus games mm. yeah he was doing good I got him on my fantasy team he, his numbers was there he was doing um, excellent yeah and then if you throw Julius Randle in there I don't know if they're going to keep him let him go but Julius Randle has shown a potential to be not Zach not Zach Randolph but Zach Randolph-esque um, to the point where he can go down there and dog and, 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 and be a presence in that paint yeah I like Brandon Ingham because last year when I was watching him I see him take those tough shots, but he didn't really make many of them. But now I see him like hitting them pretty consistently. Now those like tough mid range jumpers, because yeah, yeah. nobody really can, he's long. So and he's 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 become a, a down the stretch bucket getter for them when they're yeah, down seen two, that when they're tired late in the game. And I think he's starting to put on weight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he it's not physical weight that you're gonna see like, but he's like building his core, his core strength. Mm-hmm. I, I heard read, and we just said all that, and we didn't even mention Josh Hart. So yeah, he's good. He's made so many layups at the beginning of the season, but he getting way. I like his now. defensive aggression. That's yeah. what I like about and he got a nice right. size to him. It's not. Yeah, you know he, he got. Yeah, he got a good size in his game. Comp- I, I like them too because all of their games complement each other. I know. You know, so Josh Hart is a defender. He's gonna take some pressure off of Lonzo. He got my mouth watering right now. Uh, Lonzo has been a, a very good defender for his age. You know, a lot of rookie point guards don't come in, and he he's been real well. Uh, Brandon Ingram got the length, and, and like you said, Kyle Kuzma has, has you know stepped up his defense. In these latter parts of the year, so that that, that that's why we got the Lakers. All right, we sitting at that eleven spot, but we like five games away from that playoff. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't know why you keep saying this. It's not happening. Y'all, why not? Y'all seven and Bro, three in the last hey, we, ten. We haven't. I ain't gonna lie. You we guys have been impressive. We haven't beaten the bad teams, but I think we beat a couple teams. We played the Spurs tonight. But I think we beat. Heat. I we think beat the Heat. We I, beat the don't, don't quote um, the me Celtics like by one a couple nights ago. But they're in the month of February, I think y'all had the third best record in the league. Shame. Something like that, third or fourth. There was the there was the of course the Houston Rockets who basically went yeah. undefeated. The Warriors I think and then I think it went Raptors, then Lakers or something like that. I, I saw I it on Twitter. I didn't fact check it, but Twitter's always right. So Raptors are definitely uh one of those teams because I just looked them up. They're nine and one in the last ten. Yeah. So that worked out. Okay. Next team, y'all y'all want to throw it out? What, what about y'all team? Well, your team. You didn't say it. No. I, I, I said, said the 76ers. I said the 76ers. Well, who's your first or second? Why are you excluding yourself? Oh, because you have your list already or something? Not really. I just wanted to hear y'all's. I mean, <laughs> so why you? we want to hear yours? All right, okay. <laughs> first, I had 76ers. Second, I'm biased. 
That's all right. A lot of the stuff I can't like when Derek said the Nuggets was the first team. I could not say that he was wrong. Right, I couldn't like. They but you saying I'm wrong? No, I could, oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I think no people just want to hear it though. Right? Yeah, there's just no wrong answers. Why um, you got the Bulls number two? Because I think Lowry's going to be really, really I good. I do too. I, I think Zach Levine can be I okay. I do too. He's he's a star. And and um, Chris Dunn has not disimp- disappointed me yet. Yeah, Except when you begin in the season. Except for the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah, when you think about what Laurie marketing can be. All right, let's be honest. They're, they're not that. Wouldn't I have them second? Yeah. Yeah, they're not second. I wouldn't put them but, second, but I can't say that you're wrong, though, because. I, I, would, I would more put them fourth. Okay, what did I say first? 76ers, Lakers, Nuggets, Bulls. That's my realistic one. And that's not bad. To have the fourth best core in the league is pretty impressive. Yeah. That means you got a young core, and you can argue if you really wanted to that you could have them second because if you think about the potential of what Larry Marketing can be, mm-hmm. he's a seven footer that can shoot threes and crazy. Not just shoot Come threes. On, don't give him a pants away. Not just shoot threes, but just like he can shoot it. So, and then you look at the potential of what Zach Levine could be, and then you add in small little pieces like a Chris Dunn, and then a Bobby Porter's, and then and a Wobble. I like Nwaba. He's not going to be here in two I'm not going to put him in the court. Right. <laughs> I, like, well, I like watching him. Then you play. add another. I know. Yeah, definitely. I like I like that he's on the team, but I don't, he's not a court Add piece. another lottery pick. You got some. To, to me. Um, Why we haven't mentioned the Celtics yet? I'm, I'm not big on him. I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. I love Jason Tatum. Uh, Jalen Brown is good, but I think they won't be together for as long as these other cores will be. One of them will get traded because they want – Another a big guy. star. They yes. want another star. So I don't even think that they're going to. Because you have two. And then you have Gordon Hayward when he comes back. And I've, and I've just they watched have, the video. Yeah. I just watched like the video. Rid of one. I watched the video of Gordon Hayward today. And he's a, a couple week, a week ago, he was shooting flat foot jump shots. Now he's jumping. Now he's moving. Now they're actually putting him into work. And he's exhausted and actually training. So when he comes back, you got three small fours. One of them got to go. So Hayward's injury. Was a blessing in disguise for these young guys because they had to be become men for a team that's trying to compete. But when Hayward comes back, some of those minutes are going away unless you're trying to play Hayward at the four, which is possible. It's possible, you know. I thought you played Tatum at the four. He had like a big. They're all wings. Well, they, yeah. All of them are relatively big. Uh, Jalen Brown's more of a two then he can't probably won't be running the four. But, like, between those two, one of them can. So it, it could happen, you know, a uh, clutch time lineup of Kyrie, Jalen, Jason, Gordon, and Al. You know, yeah. that's that's solid. Yeah, or well, they just bring Jason off the bench because they do that shit. They do that now. Will they just be alternating? Will they have, like, Aaron Baines start and have Al for uh, Just depending on who they, they yeah. match up is, the current matchup. But all I know is if Danny Ainge gets a call and there's a guy out there that, that's going to make them better and it's in a perennial all-star, like an superstar, Davis. His, his stock is just going too up for them, I think. But They would want both of them young exactly. pieces and some picks. So, yeah, But just anybody. I can't think of anybody right now at the top of my brain. I don't want to sound stupid. But just anybody, they will, I think they would be willing to do it if it's the right deal. I don't think any either one of those guys, they're going to just shut down and make them untouchable. So that's why I said that. Who do we have left? Bucks. Yeah, the third spot. Third best core. I'm going to give the Bucks the third spot. Just because Giannis is so yeah. damn good. Yeah. Giannis, Jabari. I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Um, as good as the Bucks' core has been, we, it just hasn't translated into winning. Uh, the Nuggets don't even have a legitimate star like Greek Freak, and they've already kind of been on par with them. I know the Bucks have had Jabari Parker's um, injury the last couple of years. i got to take that into consideration. Um and I'm not sure if they I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not sure if their 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 core is, is strong enough. Malcolm Brogdon is good, but I I don't I don't know if he's a good third piece. Uh, I, I think I'd take Gary Harris over him. Would y'all take Gary Harris over Malcolm Brogdon? Oh for sure. Yeah. Without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. So, but I would also take Giannis over Nikola Jokic. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Giannis over Nikola Jokic plus Jamal Murray. But when you look at Don Maker, you wouldn't take him over Trey Lyles. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not done on him. You're right, but for right yeah, now. For right but now. I haven't given up on Time Maker. Me either. Me either. He's still super young or still super old. Super, yeah. I don't know. You can't. You don't know. Right. Now yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Number four. I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Same. Uh, I just think Zach Levine is a lot better than Actually, people. No, I didn't put the Lakers in there yet. So number four would be the Lakers, and then Bulls five. I just. Yeah. I just. I think people don't don't know exactly how good Zach Levine is going to be. Um, and part of it is because he didn't start this season um, healthy. And then Larry Markkinen, 
Hey, I, I don't really have nothing. Where do y'all put the Suns at? You're, you're about to see because we're almost done. Because <laughs> we're almost done. I just want to say, man, Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton has been balling. He's been pretty good. Since it's it's kind of weird how like stuff works. Like you wouldn't expect that to come together, but just got to be in the right situation for you, man. And yeah, the Suns I mean, may be the right situation for him. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm high on the Suns, but then again, like no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not high on the Suns at all. I'm not, <laughs> I, mean, I like their pizza, but I'm not high on I'm them. I'm high on them because Davin Booker is just so good. Like, oh, you just, just bring he bring him up. Here goes some stats since the beginning of uh, 2018. Josh Jackson is averaging 16 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, two assists, shooting 45. percent That's pretty damn good for yeah. a rookie. And then Jason Tatum is average uh, 12 saying, points per game. Oh, you're, I thought you were just talking about the Suns. I thought no, no, you were no, 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 to bring no. Jason Tatum up again. Jason Tatum 12 points per game, four rebounds, one and a half assists, was shooting 42. percent So their roles are definitely different. But Josh Jackson this month, or since the beginning of 2018, has been pretty damn good. And I think mm-hmm. I said that a couple episodes because I've been watching him he's been really impressive um without even taking threes he's not a three-point shooter he'll get to the rack and try to finish there and then jason tatum has hit the rookie role like most rookies do so and josh jackson started with the rookie role because he was terrible he was terrible so i don't uh there's the you know that meme where you know you know what i mean yeah, talking, talking about that it was like dude, yeah it was like um you can't hit the rookie wall if you start on top of the rookie wall and it was josh jackson's face which is facts, you know. He's just he's gone nothing but up. Yeah, he had like a thirty point game recently. Mm-hmm. And y'all know who we didn't mention in that young core? Who's that? T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. He's only twenty four. So Devin Booker, I, I, I'm so high on Devin Booker. He just joined the the youngest four thousand points yeah. behind K- Kobe, not Kobe, KD and LeBron. LeBron. So you know that is impressive as hell. Impressive. So when you add that with TJ Warren, he's had a couple 30 point games this season. I think TJ Warren's um, going to be really good off the bench if they like get to a point where they're contending for a playoff as being like this like a great six man. A great six damn, man. Damn, you got him off the bench? Yeah, oh, Josh Jackson's going I think Josh Jackson's going to be good and he defends. Uh, TJ Warren is not a defender at all. And Josh Jackson, even as a rookie, a lot of rookies this year have been pretty good defenders. Yeah, they have been. They have been. So I will put him in the starting lineup. Um then I mean they not last, but the Bucks. Uh, I, I guess somebody had to be last, but this last is a good last because yeah, you you're know, still top six core, right? So, <laughs> yeah. um, Marquise Chris has been like. Man, first of all, he's got to stay out of foul trouble because that's all he does is foul. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he's inconsistent, but when he does play well, he, he can is, put up the right. Yeah, he can he put up the right numbers. He needs to. Um, basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. He, his his IQ just has to increase. He's yeah, yeah he, he plays like a college player. Yeah, he like, just, I mean, he's, a, he's still like a rookie. He, he's isn't 20, he? 21. This is his second year. His second year. He yeah. still plays like a college player. Yeah, he, de- he definitely has some immaturity in him. He needs to just figure that out. Um, you don't have many leaders, though. You know yeah, what I you, mean? You're right. They don't yeah. have any like, Tyson actual Chandler. veterans. Tyson Chandler is really it. That's it, yeah. But, um... Yeah, he takes like ill-advised threes. He fouls for no reason. You, you, it's just dumb. Like he's the type of he's guy. Still twenty, y'all. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he came out with Dejounte Murray. Um, he's the type of guy. He'll have three fouls and he'll just foul the guy to stop a fast break and just pick up a fourth one. And you're like, why would you just pick up your fourth foul like that? So a lot, a lot of that is just growing pains. But I do like his game. He can play four or small ball five. He can shoot the three. He will dunk on you. He, he's a young. Raw Amari Stoudemire, in my opinion. He won't be as good, of course, but he has some Amari Stoudemire in him. Um, that'll help Devin Booker with a pick and roll when you put the ball in Devin Booker's hands. Or he could be like a, a young stretch four. They just have to find the right pieces to put around that core because 
is very important for those guys to flourish. Yeah, I mean, they got a long time, I think, before they start coming up and they really trying to look at playoffs, but... Devin Booker time ticking, man. They get they they better figure it out. They have they had they have had too many opportunities to draft well and have dropped the ball. You know when we think of Dragon Bender, who has improved this year, but you think about Alex Lynn, Dragon Bender, um, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson is improving, but yeah. they got to hope that he plays the way he's playing right now. They got to hope that this is not like a he's hot. Like this, hopefully, this is who he is or someone. And it's weird that he's starting to do this since Devin Booker came back, mm-hmm. opposed to him doing it when yeah. yeah. Right now, they got the odds to get the second overall pick in this draft. So let's hit the. Let's hope that they hit that pick. DeAndre, and it's gonna be hard not to. DeAndre, that number one pick. I already know who that's going to. From what I've been listening to, people love Luca. That's all I know. People love Luca. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't really. I don't see why you wouldn't take him unless you just needed a center. He 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 can play three positions. He can play point guard, shooting guard. Even through this, forward. it's not that many centers in this league that are actually good. I mean, not good, but is, like it's thriving right now. Yeah, the big man. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, Jordan B, DeMarcus Cousins, Hassanis can be in there. He's a but they oh, not moving. That. Well, it may be a sign wise, but none of those pieces are moving though. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like I mean, there's thirty teams still. A lot of these sound like starting like what's some bad starting centers? Uh, Zaza Pachulia, Brook Lopez. Also, oh, you saying that there are teams that need centers? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lakers okay. need a damn center. Mm-hmm. Brook Lopez. He's not. Tr- he's trash. He's I, not going. I'm not going to call him. Jerry Allen's coming up though as a nice. Jerry Allen. We do up. not mention that name in Chicago. He fucking bodied Laurie the other night. All right. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh my god! I forgot. That was that was that had to be the nastiest I thing I seen. And Laurie I watched it. I watched it. it live too. You remember? Because me and yeah, Mike were I talking. I was like, "What the what?" Like, yeah. He I, tried to take a I, I'm sorry, Laurie. I had the R. He, he made the right move. He was just like a millisecond too late. I had I had the R. I. P. Laurie. I'm sorry. Oh, I did too. I I'm did sorry. too. It even if it was a charge, it would still have been a high. Bam. Yeah. Bam has been playing good at the center position. Um, who else? DeAndre Jordan's good for what he does, I guess. So, the Suns need a center. The Mavericks need a center. The Hawks need a center. The Kings no, still need. A they center. got John Collins. He's a power, more of a power forward. They better. They better not put him at power forward. But I, I can see that. <laughs> he's only he, like six he can't, nine. He can't. He's sixteen, but he can't shoot. You gotta. You just play him in the small. Um, you know everybody wants space and pace. Brooklyn. Oh no, we already talked about Chicago can use a center. Because yeah, Brooklyn yeah. Robbins. The Knicks could use a center. No, we, no, we can't. You want an ass cancer yes, around? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Ugh, yes, that money, do. that twenty million plus dollars yes, we is going. We want an ass cancer. Um, it's a double double machine. Got thirty four double doubles this year, or thirty eight. I'm sorry, I lost track. Um, that's pretty much it, though. Those are the teams. With, that need the centers. Wizards don't want Gortat. It is, they, they could use a center. If uh, they, yeah, I guess so. I was just looking at the lottery teams. Miles Turner is a good center. He, yeah. He's a good young. He's center. been underperforming for me. This he has. Year, man. He started off well, good. He, but he, didn't he, he come off? off? He's coming off an injury, right? Well, you he, right? He's, he's always he, injured. He, he's he, always he, injured. He did miss time. So um, I still think he's underperforming. Are you done rigging the cores and everything? That's it. That's we hit every team. So that's a way for us to talk about some teams that may not get. We don't talk about the Nuggets much on this this show, or even the, the Suns. We don't even mention the Bucks really because they ain't doing nothing impressive. Yeah, everybody talking about that boring ass team. Besides the fact that you know Giannis <laughs> can give you thirty a night, basically, but that's all we can say. Giannis gives you thirty four game losing. So streak. speaking of the young cores, something happened warning these young cores. I think was it last? It was a couple nights ago. Um, Shouts out. To LeBron too for for splitting that double team. I want to ask y'all about that real quick. But I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he did it on purpose. <laughs> he did that shit on purpose. There was no room. Why would he? Why else would he do that unless exactly. he saw the opening? That, that's what I said, KB. I swear, right here to God, that's what I told myself. <laughs> I was trying to tell myself that too, but I was like, it just seemed like it was because somebody put um, Rob Perez. Shouts out to him. I don't know if y'all know him on Twitter. Of course we do. Um, well, at least I do. He actually follow us. He do? Yeah. Like me and you. I know he followed me, but I think um, when I went to follow him, I think I saw you. But um, um, he had put a thing on it and it said intentional or unintentional. And then I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that, like when I first see, I'm like, that shit was an accident. But then when I looked at, it, I said, bro, it's why no else way. would he yes. do that? Like I was saying, it no looks so like unintentional, but. When I see you, see the last part. Of it, it looked like he catched the ball perfectly. So that's what kind of like. Yeah, everything went perfectly. But also, next time you watch it, just look at the amount of room. Like, if he didn't think that was there, that shit was gonna be kicked. 
that shit is gonna go off a calf and be the other way on the opposite end. But besides that point, I want to know y'all take on quote unquote sportsmanship, uh, the unwritten rules of sports. You know, like when you up fourteen in a football game, you kneel the ball. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't continue to play. Um, when you're up a certain amount of runs in baseball, you don't steal bases. Right. Um, and basically in basketball, when it's 17 seconds left and you have the ball, usually the team dribbles the ball out. You don't go and score. Mm. Uh, pretty sure y'all seen it. Dario Saric um, dunked the ball with 11 seconds left <laughs> when the game was basically over and the Cavaliers weren't playing. Defense and got, Jordan Clarkson's points, baby. reaction was, you know, he threw the ball at him and was try to let him know, like, like what are you doing? The game is over. You know what I mean? Have some respect. I want to know y'all y'all take on that because some people' opinion is, hey, stop me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I say it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Like, if I got, hey, if I'm a rookie and I got 38 points, I'm going to try to score again. I'm going to get that 40. <laughs> right. I think yeah, we, t- we talked about something similar yeah. with Chris Paul and um, Daniel Daniel Lillard, Lillard, Lillard earlier yeah. this season. Some, I mean, some players probably don't just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Other yeah. people just do it because I think I mentioned it before, but I forgot who it was. But Karan Butler had took the ball like he wants to go shake dude. It, it, it was, the ball. Yeah, it it was the ball, like Giannis, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, sure. he went to go dunk it. I think he got fouled on the play. Shout out to Tough Juice. Either way, I think it's very circumstantial. You read his book? It's right over there, baby. I didn't even read. It. How is it? It was okay. It was, it's oh, a good man. book from from gangs to the NBA. It's a pretty good story. Some locker room talking. There. You know, he talked okay. about it. I got uh, about the Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert, okay. He was in the locker room when it all happened. This Gilbert says, "I'll let you borrow true. it if you want to take it home. You got it, bro." I'm in the process of reading a book, so once I'm done with that book, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely get bet it up. Definitely, um, I'm gonna get that. I don't care about this stuff. You know, I got the the same mindset. You don't want me to score? Stay in front of me. Mm-hmm. Who cares if the time is running out? We're still in the basketball game. Your your job is to defend me. I'm gonna get my points. When we play 2K, even if I'm up by 20, I want to get it to oh, 22. Oh, definitely. I wanted to definitely get it to 22. But then again, like on the other side, if I was down 20 and they just did it just to do it, I'd be kind of heated though. Oh yeah, but then I, I would also have the mindset like I'm gonna I'm stay in front of this dude no matter if it's 1.1 seconds left. I'm defending him. At that point, though, sometimes, they, you know, everybody just be walking around. Some people be walking off the court and everything. Yeah, I feel like you got some heat. You got something in your stomach. You got to get off your chest or something. You say, go ahead. Let me I, mean, know I don't got nothing wrong with him doing it. Okay. He took his shot. He had a he had a dunk. He dunked it. That's it. Okay. Let it be. If you're on the opposite team, how you feeling? Don't, it don't, don't tell me you don't, 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 you don't no, care because no, no. that's it's a, a lie. It's a regular season game. I don't care. If it's the playoffs, I care. Okay. It is, it is a bit disrespectful, but we're, do I have to respect you? We're on opposing teams, you know. It's like, like if it's like the game seven in the NBA Finals and you dunk the ball, being up, like yeah, of course the people are gonna be now. Also, I'm gonna, y'all, I'm gonna ask y'all this. Now, say somebody did something like that and you were disrespected. You just just put your don't matter what you just said how you how you would feel about it. Let's just say you did feel disrespected. You were Jordan Clarkson. You threw the ball. You standing up for your team, y'all at home, you standing up for the team and the city and everything, you just got ejected, whatever. At literally 15 seconds after that just happened, you have your team leader go and now he all smiles and hugging everybody. He's super friendly after y'all just did that. And he was just in the middle of it. You know, and like I don't know, LeBron. I don't know what LeBron be doing sometimes. I get him, but at the same time, he confused me sometimes. Because when Jordan Clarkson threw the ball at Sarg and a little scuffle shit started happening, LeBron came in the middle of it. Like, hey, whoa, hey, get back! What are you doing, Sarg? What are you doing? And then ten seconds later, he was <laughs> hugging the entire Philadelphia seventy six. See you in a couple months. <laughs> so I don't know. I find it funny that LeBron calls himself an old head now. He be called, he is old I mean, head. 15 years in the league. He's the oldest all-star this year. But it's crazy because he's still the best. Like, he still considers himself like a like a Ray Allen of the league. This sort of seems like he carries himself as. Age-wise? That's yeah, 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 like age-wise. Like, he, like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> it's like he, he he's young and really good, but he, he talks He's young? Like, Did he say he's, he's young? 32, 31, right? No, he's no, 33. He's 33. Yeah, but he still plays like he's young, so I call him young. No, just because you play like you're young don't mean you're young. Yeah. You don't call Jamal Crawford young, do you? Nah, he's pretty old. He doesn't even play. He like play like he's young, he though. Do. He got 
crossover bounce? Still fast? Bounce, uh, in, bounce in his crossover. Now, I don't want nobody to come on to it like, Jamal Crawford don't got bounce. I mean, like, in his crossover, he he bounces. You got bounce in your crossover, too. That's why you get fucked up every time you try to oh, guard me. <laughs> I was just trying to hype your head over now. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need you to. I could go back and watch the YouTube videos me busting your ass. Exactly. Oh. You don't have no bounce in this crossover. <laughs> then why do you fall for it? Don't I, fall I, okay, okay. I have video footage of you slipping. You know that, right? Nope. No. Oh, well, I'll put it out today again. I bet. With LeBron, um, it's it's hard. It would be hard for me to get mad at him because I know LeBron don't care about the regular season. You know, like this went, this loss don't mean nothing to him. Yes, yes, he lost, but then again, he's like, we may see. They may see each other in the first round of the playoffs. It's mm-hmm. a possibility. Yeah. And then if now if he did it there, that's when you really got some problems. Yeah. But for the regular season, who cares? Philly really trying to get that man. Uh, in a sixth uniform too. Put that what Joel, Joel Embiid is recruiting, bro. And again, I don't like that, that situation for Brian or for that team. Did y'all watch the game last night? Uh, Jazz and Timberwolves. I watched the scuffle, when, but no, I, I wasn't the watching the game. I, I don't know it. why the scuffle happened. I just saw that. <laughs> well, they had previous beef like early in the season because you oh. know Ricky Rubio. Was an ex Timberwolves. Oh like yeah, yeah, he tried to get into the locker room. Jimmy Butler was like, "No, nah, don't let exactly. that do in the locker room because he's not on the team anymore." And then there was also a clip the second game of the season. Um, Ricky Rubio got hit in the back of the head by um, Bielitsa and fell. But Jimmy Butler didn't see Bielitsa hit him, so he thought Ricky Rubio was flopping, mm-hmm. and he said, "Like, get your bitch ass up." Do y'all remember that clip? <laughs> no. Would that happen? That happened. Oh, I I didn't I didn't know. I see that clip as a joke sometimes, and I don't know where that came from. That's that, where that came from. Uh-huh. Get your bitch ass up! Wow, wow. So him and Ricky Rubio don't got don't like each other. Well, he don't like Ricky Rubio basically. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes. And from. I guess his teammates that's know the that Chicago part of because uh, and Jeff Teague is a is becoming a dirty player, y'all. All right, so Jeff Teague. For y'all that don't know, I didn't see Jeff Teague hip check. Rubio Hard um, Yeah they call it a hip check But he side body checked him He hit him with all, with all of his side body uh, Ricky Rubio went flying Into uh, the Timberwolves bench And Jimmy Butler High right on Twitter And he said Haven't used Twitter in years But yeah Jeff That's what I like to see Rubio getting up quick For no reason uh, Then he also <laughs> tweeted after that Jay Get away from my coach You don't want no smoke either then after the game, Jay Crowder got on Twitter and said, I don't Twitter beef. I'll leave that to you. But you got my phone number and my home address. The rest can be history. That's that's <laughs> that's some real shit. <laughs> Jay Crowder beef. He, he, waited, he waited, bro. Yeah. <laughs> don't let him be in the Utah diminish the fact that where he's really from. Man. This is bad. That looks so bad for Jimmy. Because it was a dirty play. You, you're it hyping was. up a dirty play. It was. It's, it's okay with being around your team, like, for your teammates in the moment. Because, you know, like, other people from the Timberwolves came for Jeff Teague because that's, just, that's their teammate. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm watching Derek play a game and he just, just checks somebody for no reason and I'm on the sideline, I'm like, damn, Derek, that's what you want? You feel <laughs> yeah. me? Like, that's, that's a bad move. And he, for, it took him years. He ain't tweeted in years. And this is what he want to talk about? It just looks bad for Jimmy. It just looks bad for Jimmy. And bad for Jeff T because he did this to LeBron. Um, who else? He did it to one other player. And I don't remember who it was. But he definitely did it to LeBron in the playoffs two years ago. And then it was one other player. His lead's getting dirty, man. It's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, when I went to research these tweets, I had to go to Jimmy Butler's Twitter page. And like you said, he haven't. The last tweet he made was was 12, 31, 16. And what did it say? Come ball me at NBA 2K17. So it was like after dark. It was an ad. It was an ad. So it's not even really a tweet, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I don't really understand the beef because the Jazz and Timberwolves aren't really. Yeah, they shouldn't be having any type of rivalry. Um, Get another rivalry. Y'all shouldn't really be that hurt over Ricky Rubio. Like, Jimmy Butler and Ricky Rubio never were teammates. There shouldn't really be any fire. Ricky Rubio isn't even that type of guy that you should be trying to beef with. You know what I mean? It's just like a, that's like the dude at school trying to beef with the dude that that's not be, not even a fighter. He don't even you know Ricky Rubio not even like that type of player. So Jimmy does lose a couple cool points on that. But but people have been calling Jimmy a cornball for years. You know. He probably, yeah, he, he might be a cornball. He is. I think he be wearing them Texas boots. Is that what they oh, say? He a cornball. Yeah. And then you got the picture of him getting his nails painted. Don't think oh, he forgot yeah, about that. Dude, yeah. Uh, I don't like the. Yeah. He's a cornball. Yeah. He. I, I mean, I, I would have to say yeah. 
Which Jim, y'all know Jimmy and Jay Crowder played together yeah, back Marquette. in Marquette. Yeah. Um, so they were ex-teammates. So, yeah, they, they got each other's number and everything. So the Twitter figures, Jimmy, not the smartest. For some reason, I kind of like him more, though. Who, Jimmy? Jimmy? Yeah. Because of this? Yeah. Did you see another side of him? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. I mean, this, I don't get it, but I like it. I just like, I like when it ain't like, hey, bro, give me a hug. What are you doing after the game? Let's go. You know what I mean? I like a, I like a little. It ain't, ain't nothing wrong with being cool and friendly. There's nothing wrong with that. But every once in a while, it is nice to see uh, some beef because then you know that could be a, a potential playoff, playoff matchup. So it's gonna yeah. get heated. So I like that. I like to see Russell Westbrook and KD go head to head. Right. And, and KD call Russell Westbrook a pussy when he's really <laughs> the pussy. But that's a whole other story. So the Timberwolves end up losing that game. One, because Cartman Towns did get ejected yes, he in did. the first half for saying. Um, and one <laughs> after his dunk. He, no, he said something else. Uh, it was like, um, can you make that call? He asked the referee to make a call. Mm. Got teed up for a second time. Wow. Rest tweaking. So bro. the first the first tag was from him saying and one. Maybe. Because I only that's saw the second tag. That's what I read. I read he said and one and they gave him a tag. I only saw the second tag. And that's that's basically what he said. He asked for them to call call a call when it happened. And they said, enough of this, Carl. And kicked him out of the game. And then they lose. And that's that could be a potential yeah. big L. You want to know why? They're on a two-game losing streak right now, which makes them the sixth seed. That's a big, that's a big losing streak out West. Yes. A sixth seed, which means they're only two games into the playoffs. They go against the Celtics, the Warriors, the Wizards, the Spurs, the Rockets, the Clippers, the 76ers, and then they play against the Jazz again. All so they, within their next 10 games. They might not be in the playoffs the way they, the way with they no Jimmy Butler. With no Jimmy Butler. True. And they, then you want to talk about Wiggins. That would, um, thank you. Perfect. Yes. Um, Wiggins. A lot, of, a lot of tweets, a lot of Twitter talk last night. A lot of people got on Wiggins' ass, you know, because there's no Jimmy Butler. Um, and Carl Anthony Towns was kicked out of the game in the first half. So I guess a lot of that, um, that happened and kind of put everything on Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. uh, for, for a game. This is kind of the first time we've seen Andrew Wiggins by himself, I would say. Um, and a lot of people just kind of put like a, what do you call it, uh, a microscopic microscope. Spotlight. Yeah, yeah, spotlight. A spotlight on Andrew Wiggins. And a lot of people were echoing something that I think we talked about early on in our podcast days. Um, of Andrew Wiggins' game not really growing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the years, he hasn't really, like, added anything to his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people were even saying he degressed. Um, he's just a mid-range jump shooter. No, yeah. he's a slasher, too. I mean, I yeah, he, he's always been, like, a scorer. He doesn't... But is you look he even at, a scorer, though? I mean, he gets about, like, 15 to 20 a game, and he'll have big nights, but that's it. He doesn't play mate. He right doesn't. Have, he's a he's like the way he's playing. Points. It would almost be as if he was on a good team. He would be a six man. He doesn't have like that star in him yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still got a fire. He's still pretty young. But no, by no means. Because I even seen some people say, try to call him a bust. But no, you know, we don't. No we bust. don't listen to what people say. If you can average fifteen to twenty points a game in this league, you always you, have a You always gonna have a spot. He has, but yeah, like you say, he's not really progressed. He's always been, because he was a 15, 20 point scorer when he first came in the league. Mm-hmm. He averaged 23 last year. The you problem know? is, he averaged he, the most amount of attempts on his team right now. Yeah, he's very inefficient with those 20 the points. The problem is, is that he came into the league with so much hype. What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, aka Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. That Kobe from from Canada. Canadian Kobe. Kobe. Canada, Canada, the best high school phenom since LeBron James. He's on my, he's on mag, magazine covers as a high school player. I, uh, I had a slam magazine somewhere. Um, with him and Jabari Parker on a cover. Um, you know, underwhelming year at Kansas. They kind of swept that under the rug because he had a couple tournament games where he, he was big. And, you know, first overall pick, traded. You know, a lot of stuff going on around him circulating, you know, putting that hype around him. I don't think he's a bust, but I definitely see that his game hasn't grown. And I would compare his game kind of to um, a raw like DeMar DeRozan. But yeah. except... DeMar DeRozan came in without the hype and added to his game every year and yeah. progressed. He's kind of not progressing. So in order to reach 
where DeMar DeRozan is, he would definitely have to add pieces to his game. But as far as how they post up in the mid-range area, they're 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 um, not strictly mid-range shooters, but that's what that's what they love and rely on. Um, and they're know. both athletic enough to attack the rim and dunk on you on occasional mm-hmm. post. I don't know what Wiggins has, but DeRozan has increased his three point percentage. Yeah, but this, DeRozan, I mean, Andrew Wiggins just was never a, like a good three point shooter. He still, he his, first of all, his shot form looks it doesn't yeah. look like it's a, like it's natural. A, it's unorthodox. You talking yeah. DeRozan or Wiggins? No, I'm talking Wiggins. about Wiggins. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like if yeah, he shoots it, it doesn't look like it's supposed to get in. It kind of you know like I mean? a, a set shot. I don't know how he does it off the dribble, but yeah, he does definitely has a high release point. Kind of weird, unorthodox. Shot. Um, yeah, I'm not here to bash Andrew Wiggins. I think he's very young still. What is he, probably 22, 23, like my age yeah. or something. Um, so he still has a lot of room to grow. Um, they're going to be a playoff team, so he's going to get some playoff experience maybe. this year. Um, yeah, maybe. Like you say, maybe. Um, Imagine if they don't make it. That would be tough for the city, man. That would be real tough. Yeah. Just in, in the matter of two weeks, they mm-hmm. went from the third that seed That has to be to the hardest make- Stretch of games, yeah, in the league, and a lot of them are back to like you know I, I mentioned I was, eight out of the last ten, yeah. so those are like teams you got to go against sometimes on the back to back night. Yeah, I was looking at the Cavs schedule. I was thinking they had a good schedule, like the next ten games. They got they play seven out of ten playoffs teams in the next ten games too, and that's gonna really show some because I, I had one of those games against the Raptors. That'll be a good one. Yeah, is it? It's probably nationally televised. It's I would two, so. two of them, two of those games they play the Nuggets though. Yeah, I want to. See, I want to see the Raptors. I haven't since the All Star break. I don't think I've seen one Raptors game. And uh, like Derek said, they they've been nine and one their last ten. I haven't seen any of those games. Any highlights of those yeah, games? I hope when they get to the playoffs, they can they keep it up and bring some heat. Because if they just go on there like like the couple of years ago, them Hawks scenes where they just basically it's wet so the hard bed. to root for them, man. Because they they always disappoint in the playoffs. Yeah, but the reason I am going to root for them is because they are playing different basketball. Mm-hmm. So we can have some hope on that. Um, somebody on on not on Twitter, it was somewhere I read an article that they said the the Toronto Raptors can be the 2011 Dallas Mavericks, where you know where Dirk yeah uh, they essentially beat the uh, Cavaliers. No, the Heat. Oh no no no! That's what you're talking. About. I thought you were talking. About. Okay, I you thought it. I was talking about what? No, I thought you were talking about like they can be the like they can win the what East this year. What I thought you were saying. They weren't in the East, the, right? Well, you talking the Mavericks weren't in the East. You talking about the Raptors? Yeah. Like he was saying that they can like beat. The I think what Pierre was trying to say like the Mavericks was like a low key team. Nobody had them pictured like winning the finals. Right. Yeah. yeah. When you got a question, you know what's fire? Get on Twitter and ask the why. Ask the why. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Mike and Pierre. So the first question comes from Old Memes Are Good. As why is the NBA the best league in the world? So we all follow the basketball. Pierre also follows football and baseball. But us three, we literally just follow basketball. What made you pick basketball as the sport to follow for you, basically? Let's, let's rearrange that question a little bit. Uh, Allen Iverson and Derrick Rose. Uh, I would say just playing with friends and basically that freshman. Because that was my, my first year actually playing basketball. Like organized ball. Yeah. So I think that really got me into basketball. And I think girls. Like when I was in middle school, I learned that the girls like the dudes who was playing basketball and was on the team. And like. You're tr- you trying to say a step ahead of them by being on the team so you could get that little, the little clout? Yeah. But it, it didn't work out. <laughs> Not in those years. Okay. Uh, for me. It was the one sport that it's the easiest sport to play as far as like you could just pick up. You can make anything into a basketball, you know, in, in the rim. For football, you need other people. For baseball, you need other people. For basketball, you can literally just go by yourself and shoot around, you know. And um, with Pierre's dad, he basically put us all on. We were all in camps. We were all watching basketball and everything. And because of that, it became my favorite sport, even though it wasn't the sport I was the best at. I was really good at baseball. But I didn't love baseball as much as I love this sport, so that's the reason why I gravitated more this way. Yeah, baseball is my f- my favorite sport. But I uh, say I love basketball more than football. Playing it, oh, playing watching it. it, I like watching basketball more. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely go with baseball. But I was better at basketball, so I was played that more. Uh, basketball is just so it's just easy. It's the simplest sport out of the, the main three. 
football, you got to be able to read. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You got to be able to read. Uh, you got to read defense. I was about to spit if y'all In football, you got to read the linebacker, the safety. Yeah, 4 3 defense, 3 4. Is he blitzing? Now he's showing blitz, but he's retreating back to his coverage. Zone <laughs> offense. I mean, it's zone defense, man defense. You got guys in motion. If you're a quarterback, you got to know what the running back doing, along with the three other receivers and the tight end. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have the mind <laughs> capacity to do all that shit. So I'm cool on that. Then with baseball, you got to know when a curveball is coming, a fastball change up. Uh, you know, what I mean, then you got to also look at the third base coach and, and read what he's the, the science he's telling you to do. Uh, it's just <laughs> and then when you play at the higher levels, you're trying to hit a 99 mile per hour ball. Yeah. So you know, then you're trying to hit it 300, 400 feet. Make sure so, that shit don't hit you. You know, basketball. Yeah, right. So basketball, you just put the ball in the basket and you stop the other pe- people from doing it. You know, what yeah. I mean, of course, you have your little your little things, the two, three defenses, but even those are easy to comprehend. There's the least amount of people on the floor. Um, it's very simple. You know, and all you all you got to do is just practice the repetition. You put the work in, you be good. Mm-hmm. Next question comes from Lead Me Do. Um, what do you think is the worst thing for a player to be accused of or called? Sorry for my grammar. Is, if my grammar's bad, I'm from uh, Vietnam. So shout out to our Vietnam fans or Vietnamese fans for for right now. So basically, what's the worst thing somebody can call you on the court? Now, I, I think of this like um, here are some options that I thought of: um, a coach killer. A character to the locker room, a sieve on defense, um, unathletic, um, fat. <laughs> you know, this is some. What what could be the worst thing a, a player can be called? I think just being cancerous to your team, and like all those other things, you might be bad at, and you might lack. But if you still a good teammate and your teammate supports you, then I think you can make it work out. Shout out to Nick Collison, who been a part of that franchise for almost fifteen years and ain't played in like four. Yeah, I'll say being a cancer. Wait, what's the worst thing you can be called mm-hmm. from your teammates? Not from necessarily your teammates, just in general. So I, I threw out um, Coach Killer, cancer to the locker room, bad at defense, terrible shooter. Just just worst thing that somebody can say for you. Because you think about like Dwight Howard, he, I don't know if he's cancerous, but he's been kind of like he's that. Pretty he's pretty cancerous. He's, 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 been, he's kind of been like that bad leg for the team. And, and he's he, been moving the, around. The worst thing about Dwight Howard, he's not even like a cancer to the team. He's just a cancer in himself. Like he just be a crying baby, like bitch for a grown man. Everywhere he goes, he want more touches and, and shit he, like that. And he don't know how to, his pullout game whack. He got like right. twelve kids. Right. He got the money for it though. And he came into the league that talking about okay. hey, one of them got to grow up to he be. He came something. into the league talking about <laughs> no, he, he a Christian who don't listen to cursing the music and then ended up. He, with, yeah. he wanted to put a crosses on NBA jerseys. You know how the Nike sign? He wanted to cross there, but then he 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 fucking around and having thirteen kids and stuff. I don't wear like. But anyway, that's that's the worst thing somebody can say, say to me is just like, um, oh, is it to me or just in general? Just in, it could be either way. Whatever uh, you want to yeah, take. I it. mean, just being a a cancer like a selfish player. You like yeah, selfish player. You never want to be a selfish player. Man. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. I, I'm 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 a team guy. I like to pass the ball, get everybody involved. So the worst thing is a selfish player. I, I can't stand a selfish motherfucker. Is next question comes from Peter three five three who asked, "Is Derrick Rose's career over? NBA career over?" Well, I mean, as of late, we've heard in the last couple of days he's only received ten day contract offers. I don't know how many. I don't know from who that hasn't been uh, disclosed. But I mean, I don't know for right now. Yeah, I don't see anybody picking him up for the rest of the season. If that happens. I feel like he going to be one of those players that come back, like, unexpectedly. Like, Gerald Green kind of did that with the Rockets. Like, we ain't even heard about it about a year or so. And he just come back, and now he start balling. I don't know if he But, no, but Gerald he Green played was put in the, the right situation. He played for the Bucks last year, and before that, he played for the Heat. But he did take a little break. But he mm-hmm. had went overseas. I don't – y'all see Derrick Rose going overseas? No, nah, he could be chilling. I think his pride like is too much for him to go overseas. And, and he's made the money, you know. That's the worst thing about Derrick Rose because his career might be done and it has nothing to do with his capability. It's the fact that – because Derrick Rose might not be an all-star. He might not be a top 30 player if he was to return. That's okay. But he, you cannot tell me that Derrick Rose cannot be a solid backup point guard. You just, can, you just can't convince me of that. But especially after he averaged 18-4-4, four four, the third option yeah, in the triangle offense, offense. Yeah. <laughs> that cannot get swept under the rug. But his problem is – He like, won't settle. Like, I just – and I even said this when the season started. Like, bro, you cannot keep leaving the team. Like, what makes him think that he can do that? 
That is just crazy to me. And he's done it twice in contract years. <laughs> like, for no reason, you just lead a team. Can't do that, bro. You just lead a team. Motherfucker, if it was he's that not easy. Good, he's not good enough for that. Everybody would be doing the shit. James Harden take two weeks away. LeBron's LeBron. Ran away. But guess what? He came back and won a championship. <laughs> you feel me? Crazy. You can't do that as a guy that's literally competing for a job. You can't leave your team twice. For no reason. At least LeBron, yeah, they tried to cover up and say LeBron was hurt. Derrick Rose just disappeared. Nick's 15 minutes for the game Where's Derrick Rose? <laughs> Crazy This motherfucker Somebody had a pitch of him On a plane Going to Chicago Shit is absurd um, I got I got one last question If you done KB mm-hmm. I just want to get this dude He created a Twitter Because of us His name is Noah Shout Two Noah. through the wire He just wanted to submit questions Oh yeah, yeah. So, I had a question from him too It might be the same question So I just He, he sent me Four questions I just want to yeah. ask one Okay um, Good <laughs> His question was What happened to the number That you could call And play on the show I have not heard about any I had not heard about that In a few weeks What happened to what Remember he had the phone They could call the Oh, oh um, the phone. We're really To be honest with y'all The voicemails weren't Really that good mm-hmm. You know the Questions weren't good Coming in So because of that I just haven't really Put them on the show Alright So if that's what y'all want, come up with some good questions, and you know what I mean. Because a lot at that time too, it was like a little bit before the All Star break, and y'all. The the problem is a lot of y'all try to ask questions about your team, and it like it, it's like somebody. What did somebody ask you about MVP Russell Westbrook or something? Oh yeah, they asked um, <laughs> why isn't Russell Westbrook involved in MVP talks right now? Basically, was his picture of Russell Westbrook in his bio? OKC fan, right? So it's like. Come on, bro. You got to be realistic with with yourself, and y'all got to know the criteria that we run by. Now we're not just we're not answering and, and, and putting on any any question. We will do a show and not even touch on through the wide questions. So you just got to make better questions, and, and just you know it's not it's not we're not trying to be mean anything, but it's just the real. You know what I mean? We want good questions. We don't want to talk about your favorite player just because you're extremely biased. Russell Westbrook is not MVP this year. I'm sorry. Nope. It's just, he's just not. Not even still top a great, five. Just still a great player. I still have him on my team any day. Um, and he was the MVP last year, dog. He just won MVP. And I don't. I didn't even think he deserved it then. If we just honest. won MVP, golly. <laughs> What's your thoughts about Raymond Felton? <laughs> I responded. That was. I real. saw you respond to him. That I, was a real that's question. A real we got. question, y'all. I'm pretty sure we just call him the fat point guard, the fat guard of the league. Darn it, he's just yeah, he's on. <laughs> and basically, what we're saying is that we appreciate the questions, but it's hard for us to pick your question if it's a weird question about your team. The guy that asked about Raymond Felton, he had a picture of Russell, Russell Westbrook Russell. as his, his Twitter picture. You feel me? Like what? What can we, like no? Like realistically, what can we say about Raymond Felton? I was literally responded that he's an okay backup point guard. That's it. <laughs> he's your average backup point guard. And then take your questions and multiply them by forty. Because we get, it. I would say two fifty. <laughs> Damn, we get them. Trust me, we get a lot of questions. Because like you that. gotta send. They're gonna reply to his tweet. They're gonna DM you, DM Mike, DM Kenny, and then DM me. So all together, it's probably 150 plus. We, we up there with the questions. same questions, and y'all asking how we feel about Raymond Felton. You know, does Ben Simmons deserve Rookie of the Year? I mean, he's averaging 16, seven, and seven. Why wouldn't he deserve Rookie of the Year? It's Lonzo how we, a bus. How do we feel about Donovan Mitchell? He's on fire. How, how we <laughs> so I mean, you know, just y'all. This ask, is not really questions to really elaborate yeah. on. It's questions that you know the answer to. Exactly, you know exactly, exactly. And you, and you exactly. want us to say what you think. You feel me? You, you it's like know. they want they want to feel like we relate to them. And then if we don't give y'all the answer y'all want to hear, y'all come back on Twitter and say With the pitch we was wrong. Or, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, great show. Thank y'all for listening. Oh, Shout out to question. the Patreon. Oh. Oh. Right. So, bad. this is from the same dude. He said, how much does a person's community, community work? work yeah. 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 How much does a person's community work and character go towards their greatness as a basketball player? As a basketball player, not much. As a person, a lot. Actually, let me let me keep going because it was more. Play. It says, "Do you think it would like kind of make their their players their whole career a bigger deal?" I mean, I understand where he's coming from, but do you know anything that certain players has done in their community? You don't hear about it a lot. I'm no. sure they're making like moves. Kevin Durant and LeBron. Kevin Durant well, donated a bunch of money. Prime, exa- prime example: the number one player that everybody says is the best. Is Michael Jordan? He ain't done shit, nothing. So I also look at the other part of it before you go on. It's not just what they done, but another key part was their character, because I think that that makes actually a lot of sense. 
A lot of like we when we look back at MJ, he had a character to him. He was that that clutch person, asshole. Basically, we look at people like Gary Payton, same way. And then we look at other people like KD, which we don't know. Some people think he's a tough guy. You think he's basically a, you know big soft guy. He just made that joke not even too long ago talking about he got to see who win the Warriors, see who the final. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought, the, that was, that, I thought that was funny. That, that's yeah. the Kevin Durant that I want to see though, because that's the Kevin Durant that he showed me for the first eight years when he was in OKC. Now all of a sudden you don't join a winning team and now you want to fight everybody. You want to fight Boogie Cousins. We all watching everybody in the arena, even your mama probably know you don't want no problems with Boogie Cousins. You don't want no problems, so why even put on that front? You know what I'm saying? Like if we, if me and you at the gym, and it's a big six seven. 235 pound dude and, and y'all arguing about basketball then all of a sudden you tell him hey well meet me outside then. I'm gonna look at you like Mike what are you doing bro that's not like that's not even you I, I told you you gotta pick your fights bro I mean, you know what I mean so it's like Kevin Durant why are you doing this now and you know what I mean so it's like so yeah I, I like him as a person but I just want him to be him that's all I, that's all I yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that too cause I think everybody has that character even if they don't kind of show it. Because I was thinking about Kawhi Leonard. Like, his character is not really having that character. Same thing with Derrick Rose. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think Kawhi Leonard. Everybody like, come out in all like, lane. Everybody dance at D-Rose and just come out with a. Like, when we saw Kawhi yelling at Pal, like, we was all probably, like, yeah. shocked about but that. But it's that, it's that character that makes us remember them, too. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point. Before we end the show. Shout out to Cameron, Christopher, Bryce, Storm, Jamal, Matthew, John, Dylan, Trevor, Peter, Brooks, all um, all star status patrons of the show. So thank you so much Shout for this. Y'all. Um, and thank you for the people that aren't all star patrons. Thank yeah, you thank to the people the that are patrons at all. You know, for just for listening. You guys are helping us 100 um, percent. And we're moving on to the after show. Dun, dun. 